We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Potter and the Sorcerer's Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. Welcome back to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Victoria Laguna. And I'm Gary Roby. And today we're talking about Minute 11. Minute 11 starts with Harry closing the door to his cupboard uh, and ends with Vernon's excitement that there's no blasted post today. I like these minutes. We're really getting into the like letters from no one portion of the book, and it's yes. probably one of the most fun bits. Well, because now it's starting to be like the really like fun stuff. Yeah, we're really seeing like magic. Because now, I mean, yeah, it's obviously magical. Magic stuff is in action. There's obviously something up with the letters. Um, Harry is obviously seeing something. Yeah, for that sure. Is upsetting his aunt and uncle for whatever reason that he doesn't even really know. Yeah. Um, he barely got open the first letter. He only tore it just enough to like break that wax seal before it got snatched out of his hand by. Yeah, but Dudley. just imagine being 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 him and just looking at this letter that you got, and not only is it addressed to you, but it says like. To the, the cupboard, cupboard under the stairs. stairs. That's like that's unusual. Like these people know know where I'm at, where, yes. I, where I lay my head to sleep. It's very specific, and that's odd. You don't write that in letters. In the book, uh, after they get the first letter, they move him into a new bedroom. Did we talk about that last week? I don't think we did. I'm not sure, but uh, they don't show it in here, though. No, no, they keep. Him but in they the do cupboard. talk about it in the book. Yeah, there's they're... a couple. We'll talk this week because we get all of the letters from no one stuff this week. Um, there are a lot of little bits in the book in this scene that get cut. Um, but right after they get the first letter that says cupboard under the stairs, they move him into Dudley's second bedroom. Yeah, it's second bedroom. And so then the next letter that comes says Harry Potter, the littlest bedroom for Perfect Drive. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Which is hilarious. Yeah, I think Because even then, like, it doesn't matter. You still, we're still going to be specific about it just mm-hmm. to get under your skin. Because it's obviously very uh disturbing to Vernon himself to yeah, that they are... to to be so specific about his home. Yeah. Like how do they know? Are they watching the house? Maybe they are watching that. Maybe the magical protection that Dumbledore cast. Maybe. That's that's weird. I don't know if I like that. There's a three D big brother. Represent. Like it's is he he's bugged. He's got a tracer. It big GPS tells him which part of the house he's in. Yeah, right. Maybe. I don't I don't like that. That's <laughs> that's creepy. It's the trace. That is what the a trace little, is. A, a little creepy, It's just yes. like a, an extension of the trace, because the trace keeps track of uh, underage children that use magic outside of school. Right. You're right. You're right. Oh, kids, I don't know if it that? tracks their locations. Magical GPS style. <laughs> magical GPS? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound too far-fetched. I don't know. We've seen some strange magic in this movie already. 
All right. Exactly. So, so, so that's relatively tame compared to. Yeah, I don't think we actually see a spell for a long time. No. I posited last week that Harry never uses magic after disappearing the glass. Mm -hmm. I'm still pretty sure I'm correct. That's so hilarious, though. So Harry, uh, Harry closes himself into the cupboard as, as Vernon is. The look on his face, he's drilling the wood, the piece of wood over the, over the letter slot. The letter, yeah. letter box? Letter slot. slot. Mail slot. Mail slot. There you go. <laughs> I think they call it a letter box in the book. Well, whatever. But I think a letter box would be like outside your, like, I imagine like, you know, like outside the door. another name for a mailbox. Yeah. As opposed to a mail slot, which is obviously drops it onto your carpet the slot inside in your door. the house. I think that's weird. There's like a hole in your door for mail to come through. I mean, they don't have that nowadays. Or they don't have it in our region, but yeah, pretty sure that's a thing. Still, I guess so. It's not here. It feels invasive. You feel I like mean, someone's gonna be peeking in there? Probably not. But like, just dropping stuff into my house through—it's your mail. Other people could drop stuff through that slot. As long as it's not anything bad. How are these magical letters getting here? He's so mad. He thinks the mail carrier is still delivering the mail, I think. How stupid does he think the mail carriers are? I don't know. I think that How he, are they getting the magical letters then at that point? I think that he thinks that they're coming in the regular post. Because otherwise, why would he drill the thing shut? Because they're coming in there. Okay, so he drills it shut, and then letters are just going to stop coming altogether. He feels that they can't be delivered if there's no like no place to put them. If the mailman shows up at my apartment with a package for me, and I'm not there, he just leaves it on the doorstep. That's true. Which is exactly what's about to happen here. Yes. So, but that's a package and not a letter, though. That is the difference, I guess. I mean, there's lots of uh, little rules when it comes to the mail. Certain things need a signature required, and uh, that's some well, things need a COD. And you're right. <laughs> all kinds of little complicated things that I don't know is necessarily relevant to. Well, we UK know post. that when we see the post, we see the letters that came from the owls in a second. There's no other letters here, like there was yesterday, last right. week. Right. Why did I say yesterday? Last week. We had, like, the bill and the postcard from Marge. Yeah. And Harry's letter. But now we're just getting letters. It's from the letters by itself. No one. No, yeah, from no one. It's not from no one. They're from Hogwarts. Like, yeah. it's got the seal of Hogwarts on it. Like, we know it's from Hogwarts. But it just sounds uh more mysterious. Than saying letters from no one. From no one. <laughs> they're from no one. I don't know. They're from mm-hmm. no one. Um. So, outside the house, we see a couple of owls on top of um the Vernon's family well, car. Few, actually. Four of them. Um, and he's getting ready to go to work, but, um, both Petunia and Vernon notice, uh, the pile of letters that we mentioned. There's like three of them, four of them on the ground here. The little pile. He tries well, to shoot no- them away. And they notice the owls too, cause. Well, they, yeah, they notice the owls well, first. The owls are on the car. It's, do you think that, I mean, Petunia must know that owls deliver mail for wizarding families because how did her sister's letters arrive? Exactly. Like, uh, you should know better. Yeah, they probably lived in the same house until she got out of Hogwarts. Exactly. Is she the younger sister? Did we talk about that? Um, I don't think we talked about that, but I think that sounds about right. That Petunia's younger? That Petunia's younger. Actually, well, it works both ways. 
Because yeah. if she's younger, she would want to idolize her big sister and be like her and be like, oh, I want to go to Hogwarts. But at the same time, if she was the older one and nothing was special about her, and then the younger one all of a sudden has something about something special about her, then it would be a whole resentment thing that way either way. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're very many years apart because Harry and Dudley are not very many years apart. No, she's the older according to the Harry Potter wiki. That uh, Petunia is older? Mm -hmm. Oh, see, see. She's the elder daughter of the of the Evans family. See, and it still works. Yes. That she would just be more resentful of her younger sibling. Who's showing her up because she's got magic and... Exactly. Yep. Oh, poor Petunia. You're so broken. She was dealt a bad card. She really was. At the same time, like, you have to give some kind of responsibility to the parents, because were the parents really obviously doting on the daughter now with the magical abilities? I would assume they wasn't that they weren't necessarily doting on her, but did give her a lot of um, attention because it was something new that they had to deal with. But it would look really bad on the other child, like, having... Yeah, I think that she... Exactly, I think that she felt left out. Exactly. Like, oh, what's so special about her? Because she, well, so the reason I'm asking is because, like, she, she notices the owls and then she's the one who glances down to look for the letters, like, as if she's looking for them, not that they just caught her eye. Yeah. Um. So she glances down at the doorstep and then she nudges Vernon and, and they see the pile of letters. Oh, There's the five, five of them. Yeah. More and more of them showing up. The cupboard under the stairs, four privet drive, little whingy and surf. We get a couple shots of the coat of arms throughout these scenes because of the letters. Yes. I like their uh, their little seal. Yeah, me too. The coat of I mean the coat of arms has the lion and the snake and the badger and is it a Oh yeah, it's a raven. Why did I even try to ask? Uh, okay. I'm about to say, I'm like, what, what were you about to ask right now? <laughs> what kind of bird it is? It's a raven. It's a raven. 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 Um, yeah. and and we see the well under the coat of arms. There's um their motto, which I don't remember off the top of my head. I didn't wasn't going to bring this up today, but it says never tickle a sleeping dragon. In Latin. Okay. Yeah. Isn't Never it? tickle a sleeping dragon. I can imagine that probably would be a bad thing. It's Draco Dormiens Nunquam Titalandus. <laughs> Never tickle a sleeping dragon. That's good yeah. advice. Yeah, I mean... Thank you, Hogwarts. I can imagine tickling a dragon would probably not lead to anything good, so... Especially if it's asleep. You wake it up like... Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. I mean, <laughs> people don't like being woken up if they don't Someone want to. Someone needs to tickle a, tickle a dragon in the Harry Potter universe. Newt Scamander would tickle a dragon. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Haggard probably would too. Norbert grew up and you got to keep him. Norbert gets pretty big in the book, he doesn't does. he? He does, yes. N- Nor- Norbert or Norbit? Norbert. Norbert. Not Norbit. Norbert. Isn't that, that that Eddie Murphy movie? No, that's such a bad <laughs> movie. Why are we talking about it? Norbert. Let's get back to them in it. Norbert. So I I think that Vernon just skips going to work altogether. Yeah, he takes a maybe he takes a personal day. 
because he sees the letters on the doorstep and he's just like, I tried to stop them and they're still coming. I can't risk Harry getting the letter while I'm at work. Yep. I have to devote Build my, a whole, fire. my whole time to this. And he gives Harry the wickedest of grins. Oh yeah, because Harry comes around the corner like, oh, look, there's a fire going. Let's see what's going on. And there he is. Look at what this, uh... The most smug... Like, the look on his demented. face is just, he, Richard Griffiths played a lot of the, like, comedic minor roles in Shakespearean theater. Okay. And and this scene in particular, I can kind of see that twisted, demented, <laughs> like, kind of manic that, character that, yeah. that he could be. Like, he definitely plays... He no has, ones. like, a very sinister delight in burning Harry's letters in front of him. Very obviously. So. He, like, toasts him with, or salutes him with the letter. Yeah, like, like kind of like, like uh-huh. almost like if you were to tip your hat. Yep. But just kind of, like, tips the letter in that direction, like, uh uh-huh, like, here it is. And then he tosses in it back the into fire. the fire. There you go. Did we talk about the eggs last week? I don't think we did. What eggs is the, eggs? They cut some seeds oh, out oh, of the this. the letters being inside the eggs? Yes. Yeah. No, I think we did mention that, actually. Okay. Yeah, I'm we sure probably we brought that up last week. Yeah, um. That scene happens somewhere in this sequence, but we just see the couple, him burning the letters and him tearing up some letters. Oh, yeah, he tore up some letters last week. That's why. Yeah. He, several different ways to destroy piles mm-hmm. upon piles of these letters. that crumpled them up and tore them to pieces, and then he threw them into the fireplace uh, this time, and... Who knows? There's well, just so many letters. What paper other than tear it up and burn it? Shred it? It's pretty much tearing it up. It's just yeah, but like an, like an actual shredding shredder. it a little bit better. Yeah. Either way. Like a machine. Shredding. Okay. I don't know. I can't think anything of anything else. else. Exactly. Like, that's all you can really do to it. It's not like you can dip it in water and be like, oh, sorry, all the ink wash away. I mean, you can't read I guess it would work, but that's lame. That is lame. That's a lame way to <laughs> Stick them under the faucet. Yep, like that. Like the ink runs out. There you go. Yeah, so funny. No. Definitely fire is the way to go. Or tear it up. For sure. He has this twisted delight. He's like, uh, kind of losing it as we move a little further into the minute. We're, <laughs> we're at about 10 minutes and 40 seconds here. And he's cracked. <laughs> uh, it's been, I don't know how many days since they started receiving letters. But his hair's a mess. <laughs> like he's been pulling at it, maybe. It's kind it's of. all over the place. He's got this shifty, like, lazy eye going on. Um <laughs> He he can't really He's he very got shifty eyes. He's like darting around. Yeah. I don't think he's slept. Like I'm fine. It's okay. In the book, Harry tries to sneak down out of bed in the morning, early in the morning, to go meet the postman at the end of the street to get the mail before it came into the house. So we um, could read it. Yes. And, and then he uh, steps on Vernon's face because Vernon is sleeping in a sleeping bag at the door. Yep. And sleeping, uh, yeah, sleeping at the bottom of the stairs. Basically. Yep. So crazy. He's really, uh, really trying to in- in- interfere. When he's boarding up all letters. the windows in the book, he's humming or he's whistling Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Yes. Um, I don't know a lot about that song, but I've, you showed it to me when we read it. Yes, it's a very, uh, I mean, the song's really old, made by, it's a singer called Tiny Tim. Okay. 
It played on the ukulele, I believe. And the song just by itself kind of like instills that sense of like uh mental breakage. Oh, okay. Like I don't it, it's been used I've heard it in other things, like especially like I think I've heard it in a horror movie. It sounds like one of the songs you would hear like during the end credits of a horror movie. And it's like yeah, it's been used in that kind of context because it it very much has that ethereal weird sound to it in which you're just like, what the heck is this? And it's that guy looked very um what's the word? Eccentric. Okay. Very interesting guy. He's uh passed away now. I believe he was very sick and passed away a long oh. time ago. But uh that's the only song I could tell you that he's ever made. I'm pretty sure he made more. I'm sure but he did, but that was his well known one was Tiptoe Tiptoes. Tiptoe through the tulips. Tiptoe through the tulips. Through the tulips, yes. I it it it's super demented and I understand why. Like it, it just goes to further reinforce JK Rowling saying, like, no, he's really losing it over this. <laughs> like, no, okay, you've done correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. He's so excited that it's Sunday. Like, oh. We'll reiterate the same thing that I said earlier in this minute. Like, he obviously thinks that the mail is being delivered by the postman because it's Sunday and he's so excited. Do you know why, Dudley? Dudley just looks at him like, uh, like, no, I don't know. He's like taking a cookie from Harry. He's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Did Harry have to bake cookies? Do you think he baked the cookies? Or do you think, like, he just had to go fetch them from fetch the them oven. And, and bring them out and all that stuff? Who says they're homemade? It could have been just robot cookies. And he put them onto a plate to serve them? But I like the idea that he made them. That Harry made them? <laughs> Harry do you think Harry's them. a good baker? I think they're the kind of family that made him learn how to cook and do a bunch of different things. I can't. That Deadly does not know how to necessarily do. Because it's kind of like like being raised in a different era where people who like my age and older were made to do the dishes and made to cook. And oh, made to we do were a bunch too growing up when you were really really young. I mean, like at a really young age, sure. you start doing that, as opposed to like maybe just when you're a teenager. Uh, and they're eleven, and I bet you he he was made to do that stuff like starting at a much even even a much earlier age. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, we saw him struggling with that giant pan last week. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't the first time he's no, of course done not. that. Of course well, not. Of course. But I can't imagine Petunia, like, teaching Harry to cook. Maybe she just shoves him in there and is all like, make this. Yeah, do that. And he's just like, but I don't know how. Like, well, where, there's books. Cookbooks, figure yeah, it out. I don't know. <laughs> that would suck. I think she would just tell him what to do. Like, right. sh- teaching at him. But then I feel like they would be in close proximity together in the kitchen, and that might not necessarily... You think she's like sitting at the table with a cup of with a glass of wine, like <laughs> one of those. Stir the butter in the flour, and, yeah, or ants, or whatever. Yeah. In this case, just do this. Do what I say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think that she's that kind of woman. Like I said, they, maybe they're just store bought cookies, and he had to go like put them on a plate and bring them. So he's serving cookies. Either way, he's either way he's their servant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, which is terrible, but whatever. But Harry knows right away why Vernon's excited, because it means no more letters. So Harry also thinks the letters are coming from the postman. And he must be upset. Like, oh, there's not going to be any mail today. 
I'm not going to get a chance to get a letter today because there's no post on Sundays. No post on Sundays. Right you are, Harry. He knows, because it's at Harry's expense. <sighs> yeah. He's so delighted that there's no mail today. He's he's giggling and frantic. So Harry Harry looks Would up you the really window. Say frantic? I Not frantic. Frantic is a little more dramatic, I think, than I meant to say, but He's quirky. I'm not sure I'm super comfortable with his, with his quirky, demeanor. With his quirkiness? Yeah, he's... That he's showing at his other delight of, of preventing him from getting mail. Mm-hmm. He's showing Yep. So we have an owl that flies by outside. Another owl. So many owls in these minutes this week. And Harry notices the Especially owl fly by, and he looks out the window. And that's the end of our minute. You just get like, what is he looking at? Is yeah. He looking at Harry? What's out there? Peering out the window. No blasted letters today. No, sir. Between, well, we'll talk about it later this week. There's a couple of uh, other transitions. Harry moves from the cupboard into the bedroom upstairs, the tiniest bedroom. Or the littlest bed, the tiniest bedroom? The littlest. I think it's the tiniest. The tiniest bedroom. Yeah. Or the smallest bedroom? It might just be the smallest bedroom, but I think the tiniest sounds better. The tiniest bedroom. <laughs> Tiny Tim's tiniest bedroom. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. Losing control of this podcast episode, Victoria. I guess. It's a Calm new down week. Over there. It's a new week. I'm more excited about what's coming up at the end of the week. But tomorrow's going to be fun. We have a big, big happenings tomorrow. Yep. All right. It is. It is. Well, I'll be more excited about the one, I think, is the one after that one. We've got some, we've got a lot of good stuff coming. But it's going to be a good week overall. Yeah, I'm excited. Thank you guys for joining us for... Week number three of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Minute. You can find us at DuelingGenre.com or at HPMinute.com. Um, if you like our show, you should also check out Lord of the Rings Minute on Dueling Genre. And Back to the Future Minute, Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez over there have already completed two seasons of their show. So there's a lot to listen to. They also do The Doctor's Companion and Geek by Night, which is a radio play that I really love. You can follow us on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute or on Twitter at HPMinute. And you can email us at contact at hpminute.com. Mischief managed. Mischief managed. That's, that's the one. I like it.